back with that second edition of the Western Conference over-unders. Oh, yeah. Eastern Conference first because they're the worst. They're the worst, yeah. The least important. Least important conference in the NBA. (laughs) Yeah, nobody cares. I mean, super top-heavy. I mean, honestly, the West, I think it's going to be top-heavy, too, as far as records go. It's going to be a top-heavy team, but I think overall, like... We'll never know. Like, you'll never be able to actually gauge the middle seeds of each conference until they do away with actual conferences and just do 16 teams in the playoffs. Which I actually think that they're close to. I mean, they've been make, the NBA makes so many changes every year. I really think that we're headed for, like, a 30-team conference and the top 16 teams make the playoffs. I think that would be so much fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think it's good for the league as a whole. I think you spread spread out your talent more. No, t- like players don't go to the East to top teams just because they're they don't think they can beat teams in the West. So, um, but yeah. So uh, you know, recap and we did the Eastern Conference over unders. Uh, you heard it on Monday morning. If you listened to it, and if you didn't, you suck. Uh, so yeah, we edited those. Uh, both of us thought that Boston and Cleveland would both go under, but still be the top two teams there. So we're going to start from the bottom like we did yesterday. Bottom. Started from the bottom, from now the, we're still here. from the bottom. Yeah, started from the bottom. Shout um, out yeah, so uh, we'll, just, we'll just kick it off right here with uh, good old uh, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix uh, their, Suns. Their number is 28 and a half. Uh, note any, you know, notable for them is that uh, they drafted Josh Jackson, I think, number four this year. So uh, they had a lottery pick again. Devin okay. Booker coming off, yeah. Devin Booker coming off a seventy-point game. Uh, other than that, not a ton of uh, crazy roster moves. Resigned T.J. Warren. Uh, Twenty-eight's like kind of high for what they've, you know, done the past couple of years. Uh, you know, that's a, I don't know. Twenty-eight, like think, think about it. Like I this. still think they're going to be trash. I still <laughs> think they're going to be bad. I think I think either way, you, I think either way, you kind of chalk it up. They're going to be pretty bad. Pretty bad, but I think when you add yeah. the, uh, he's not he's not going to be an elite defender coming coming like right out of the gate. But I think he's going to be an awesome, an incredible defender. And I think that yeah, yeah, yeah. that Devin Booker talking about Josh gonna, Jackson. Yeah, Josh Jackson. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Josh Jackson. I think I think Josh Jackson is the real deal. And I think Devin Booker is going to keep hurling three pointers. So I think if we're going to go over yeah. under on that twenty eight and a half, I think uh, I don't know. I'm neutral. I'm neutral. But I think that they're still going to be pretty pretty much. It an awful team it's there's no elaborate way to say it. it's gonna be a pretty bad team don't i'm definitely gonna go under yep i i think I'm, I'm gonna go under too i'm gonna bank on them trying to utilize this last year of you know incentivized tanking uh we talked about that in the last podcast too i think they're gonna try to try to get one of those top you know it's gonna see how the eastern conference is going but they're gonna try to uh, get one of those top five picks in a top heavy draft again and try to load them up with their young talent so we're both going over I mean, excuse me, both going under on under. Phoenix at 28 and a half. Uh, this, uh, the Westgate also has the Sacramento Kings at 28 and a half uh, games. Um, they're, you know, they full of young guys brought in De'Aaron Fox. Another year, you know, midseason got Buddy Hill in the trade. A ton of draft picks. A ton of players. De'Aaron eight. Fox, Justin Jackson, Harry mm-hmm. Giles. They got Frank right. Mason the third. Yeah, they also, uh, you know, yeah, like I said, Buddy Heald and also um, uh, Willie Cauley-Stein getting more minutes now. Scal Abissier played good at the end of the season. Uh, they've got a lot of fun players. Like, to be honest, I really want I'm going to try to go catch one of their games. Um, uh, maybe when they play the Grizzlies, uh, drive over to, to see them. And they got a lot of fun players. 28, 
it seems kind of high, but I, I, they had they they sprinkled in a little veteran talent, even though I didn't think they should have with you know Zach Randolph and uh, George Hill, which I didn't even thought about that. Zach Randolph, George Hill, and Vince Carter, they sprinkled in those veteran players, and I think that in itself, coupled with their budding young talent, is going to get them to like thirty wins. Yeah, oh, I, I, I think they're yeah, I think they're a good a good pick to go to go over. I think uh, I, I definitely I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. Uh, with the over, I think De'Aaron Fox might be one of the the most fun people to watch in the NBA coming up in this. Mm-hmm. One of the way, younger guys, younger guys for sure. But I think, yeah. you know, I, I mean, they had, I mean, hell, they had enough a notable additions with like seven players for an entire squad. So I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna yeah. be interesting. I'm I'm definitely gonna go over watch watch out for uh, De'Aaron Fox, uh, dark horse rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, they have just the just the right amount of uh, youth and veteran uh, leadership to to be not as shitty as they were last year. <laughs> not so, as shitty, uh, still shitty, shitty, but still shitty, but not as shitty. So uh, yeah, we're both going actually in agreement again, both going over on the Kings, um, a team that has more hype than any top previously top three pick team has coming into the season is the Los Angeles Lakers. They had the number two pick last year, drafted Lonzo Ball. Brought in Kyle Kuzma, who's by most accounts going to win the MVP because he's played really good in summer league and preseason. People are going crazy over him. I actually like him, but taper that that excitement. Uh, you know, they they got Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, you know, Brooke Lopez in the deal with D'Angelo Russell. Uh, yeah, so so some minor moves there. Uh, their number is thirty three and a half. Uh, a lot of hype around these guys, like I said. There's no, they don't have their first round pick this year, so there's no in, uh, incentive to tank. So they can't, they're not going to have it regardless. Um, you know, Julius Randle contract year. Uh, Larry Nance showed a little bit last year. Brandon Ingram really hadn't done anything yet. Uh, hopefully, they unleash him this year. Jordan Clarkson's fun. They got some fun players, man. They really do have some fun players. And uh, 33 is like right there where I. I'm not sure. I want to go over just because I think it'll be a really fun season if they're competing for the uh, uh, for the eight seed or something like that. I don't but know. But I'm gonna. It's gonna be right on thirty. I think I'm gonna go over, but just like thirty-four or thirty-five wins, just because I feel like they're gonna come out and beat some bad teams when they should. Like they're not gonna really play that well. They're gonna have some exciting moments against the top teams but then ultimately not win any of those games. But they'll beat up on the bad teams just because they have so many young guys they are going to play hard and no. want to prove prove things. So Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go – I'm going to have to go, oh, no, over. I teased it. I'm going to go under 100%. <laughs> teased uh, it. I'm, I'm teasing it. Uh, I think that Lonzo Ball and Brooke Lopez are not going to be enough to solve – what the Lakers had as the worst defensive team in the league last season. I think they're they're I mean incredible players. Now, Brooke Lopez not on the incredible side, but I think Lonzo Ball he's has he's, he's a fun player to watch. He's added a three point shot that looks gorgeous. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's 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 pretty incredible. But I think that Lonzo Ball all the hype is going to come with him, and I think that he does live up to his hype. Um, but I think I mean Contavious Caldwell Pope. He's a, he's a serviceable wing defender. Um, but I think that they they definitely win under 33 games and you know probably shoot for that three four overall pick in next year's draft. No 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 not even not even that they're gonna have if they if they get the uh, 
a one through three draft pick, they have to concede that to the Celtics. So, you know, I think it's going to be a bad year for the. For no, the no, Lakers. they don't get it regardless. It goes to either oh, the uh, Celtics or the Kings. Yeah. Oh, so that's awesome. Or no, Sixers or Celtics, I think, is because cool. the Kings trade it. It's weird, but they don't get it regardless. So there's no incentive for them. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they win 20 to 25 games. And, Ooh, super low. Yeah. Yeah. 20 to 25 games. That's what I'm giving them. Cool. So you're going under, I'm going over. A uh, little a disagreement there. Um, uh, next up, we have the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you know, didn't first year in a, in a while they didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, had a spark at the end of the season. Uh, re-signed Nolan's Noel on a qualifying. Oh, their number, excuse me, is 35 and a half wins. Resigned Nolan's Nolan's Noel. Uh, didn't give him the offer that he wanted, so he's on a one-year qualifying offer. Uh, big news for them. Got Dennis Smith was their big move. Um, who's got a lot of hype. A lot of people think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, Rick Carlisle's a great coach. I don't know if he's going to give him the, the freedom that he needs to, to win an award like that. Um, but I still think they're a year away. I still think they're they're building. They're building. They have a great infrastructure there. You know, I like Mark Cuban. I like Rick Carlisle. They, they know what they're doing. I, I still think they're a year away from uh, being back in the playoffs. I think they're going to you know try to get another lottery pick, play some of these young guys that they have, Dirk's final year. Uh, let him get some minutes, and then next year they're gonna they're gonna run it back, you know, with a, the third year of Harrison Barnes and all that. So um, I'm gonna go 35. I'm gonna go over, but it's I don't tough. think they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, like over just because like they're gonna scratch out that many wins to, to probably like 37 or 38, but they're not gonna make the playoffs. So I'm gonna go over, but uh, you know, nothing to really to write home about. Just they're gonna they're gonna be like the spur. They're like the bad version of the Spurs. Like they're gonna win games. That they shouldn't just because they have a good coaching staff. Yeah, I'm gonna. So, uh, you're gonna go over. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm going over. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. under. Um, I think that while Dennis Smith Jr. is gonna win Rookie of the Year, um, I think that Rick Carlisle is too much of a perfectionist. Like, I mean, he's been hard on rookies. He uh, he doesn't have much patience when it comes to the minimal mistakes that that comes with having young players. And I think that that's definitely going to show with Dennis Smith Jr. I think he's – well, and you have Dennis Smith Jr. that he didn't pull NC State out of the uh, the depths of the ACC with, for all of his talent that he had last year. So uh, while while he wins Rookie of the Year, I think that uh, I think that Rick Carlisle is uh, is too hard on him and, and, gives, and doesn't give him the, the freedom that he deserves with all that talent that he has. I'm definitely going to go under. Okay. Well, we're a little disagreement there. Uh, not going to be too – I mean, Dennis Smith will be fun to watch, but overall not really interested much in them. Um, next up, hometown Memphis. We did a pod directly about them that you'll see tomorrow. Uh, this will be Tuesday. Uh, what You'll listen to the Western Conference on Tuesday, Wednesday morning. You'll have the Grizzlies podcast specific, but their number is 37.5. We talked a lot about their roster in that podcast, but briefly uh, brought in a couple more veterans and Tyreek Evans and Mario Chalmers. Another year of Chandler Parsons when they don't know what they're going to get out of him. Um, uh, brought Jermichael Green back on a short-term deal, uh, two, two or th- I think it was three, two or three years. Uh, largely, the, the starting lineup is back. Um, uh, so, I'm I'm higher on these guys than you are, but I'm going to go over on Memphis. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to be a playoff team, and I think they're going to win somewhere between 40 and 48 games. Uh, that's my low end. Is them, you know, being in the high 40s. I still think they win over 37. So I'm going to go over on these guys regardless, um, and I'll let you take it away with your kind of, you know, your, your disagreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely 37 and a half. Uh, I'm not as high on the Grizzlies as you are. Um, 
I think that they best case scenario seven to eight seed in the West, um, winning probably about thirty five to not thirty five. If you if that'd be that'd be around forty three to forty seven wins, kind of what they did last year. Forty seven being the best case, but. I, I'm definitely not going to go. I'm not on that bandwagon right now. I'm definitely going under. I think the Grizzlies have to either contemplate and or trade one of their stars in Mike and Mark. I think it's going to be a bad year for the Grizzlies. Yeah. I, I have them under 37 and a half. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if they go under, you're right. If they go over, it's a great season. It's a good season. Yeah. So you win either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where I'm um, at right now. So I've gone, I've gone four overs in a row. You've had a couple of unders in a row. Um, got to get eventually got to have some unders here and that kind of is the next team that I'm at New Orleans Pelicans their number again don't get it 37 and a half they're hyping up AD and Boogie you know Anthony Davis and, and Boogie Cousins uh, being in their second you know I guess they had a half of the last season other than that their roster I mean Drew Holiday I like him but other than that their roster is not good I and mean, we saw them play the Grizzlies in the preseason uh, the other night and lost by 40. And it wasn't a game that they were just throwing away and not playing their, their good guys in it. They just Their roster is just not good. Razan Rondo is hurt. Frank Jackson, their first-round pick from Duke, is hurt. Um, other you know Solomon Hill, the guy who they paid way too much money last season, like everybody else got too much, he's hurt. They just don't – I mean, Czech Diallo's played a little bit better from Kansas a year ago draft pick. Um, but they're just – I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be between 30 and 35 wins. And – I think one of those guys uh, is going to be gone. I think Boogie, he's in a contract year anyway. He's the likely candidate. But I think one, of, I think they're either going to trade or let one of those guys go. So um, I think Anthony Davis is an outside shot at being a trade. So I'm going to go under 39 and a half, uh, probably by four or five games. So pretty substantial under for me. Uh, well, see, this, I'm going to I'm going to have to disagree with you. I'm going to make the bold bold take that Anthony Davis and a very slim Demarcus Cousin. DeMarcus Cousins uh, kind of find that they can work together. I think, I, I, particularly, I think DeMarcus Cousins is the best center in the NBA right now. Um, I think that the New Orleans Pelicans fight for a playoff spot and they go over, what is it, four, 39? Yeah, 39 wins. I think, yeah, I think they're in the in the 43 to 45 range where they where they kind of make the playoffs. I'm, I'm definitely going to go over in this. I think that also I, it was called out. I think the locals really don't know that they're not the Hornets anymore. So maybe <laughs> maybe this year they finally realize that their team is actually called the Pelicans. Yeah, I mean, either way, they don't really have anybody come to their games. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not they at all. They don't really care Are that they, much. People still think it's the Mercedes-Benz Center or the Mercedes-Benz Arena, whatever the hell they yeah, play. That's no, the, it's, that's it's where Smoothie the King. Play. It's yeah. Smoothie King. Yeah, I was about to say, golly, so you don't, I don't even know Smoothie what their King basketball arena is called. Yeah, it's a great name, uh, Smoothie King. But, but, yeah, so you're a little bit higher on them. I just think their roster is bad, but you know, we won't spend too much time on them. Uh, next up is Utah. They're 40-and-a-half wins coming off losing. They lost. Um, their, their big loss was uh, Gordon Hayward. Uh, they uh, kept uh, the likes of Joe Johnson. They acquired Ricky Rubio before they lost Gordon Hayward, and I think was a move in hopes to keep him. And um, that didn't work out. Uh, they lost George Hill, uh, you know, Rodney Hood, uh, another year in, in the program. Uh, Alex Alec Burks, often injured, is, is on the squad. A good, a good draft pick, Donovan Mitchell, a sharpshooter out of Louisville. Is had a lot of hype in summer league in the preseason. And they re-signed Joe, Joe Ingles for a lot of money, who's – you know, he's a rotation player that probably played above his skill level the past couple of years, so we'll see if that comes back to bite him. Um, so, 
a lot of people think they're still going to be a solid playoff team, even though they lost their best, probably their two best players from last season. Oh, Rudy Gobert, excuse me, they're back too. He was injured in the playoffs. He's their second best. He was their second best player. I'm up in the air because I don't think they're going to be a bad team. Forty wins is like it's it's Vegas is good. I mean, they're right on the number of what I think they're going to be at. I want to go over just because I don't. I, if Rudy I Gobert know. has any type of uh, injury prop, hangover injury problems, they're not winning 40 games. But I'm going to go over just because it, 40 is kind of a low number come from a team that you know played good in the playoffs last year, won a series against the Clippers. So uh, I'm going to go over 40 and a half, but barely, probably like a 41, 42 win team right on the edge of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh... I don't. I, for all the reasons that you currently listed, I don't want to go back through all the uh, who we who they got and who they didn't get. Um, I think that with the addition of Ricky Rubio, I think that many people didn't really think that their roster uh, they got any deeper. Not maybe not better, but I think their roster did get a little deeper. Um, I think that <laughs> it was a huge concern. I don't know who brought it up that uh, maybe maybe the Clippers um, that Utah doesn't have a nightlife atmosphere. So I think that the yeah the I think it was the Andre Iguodala was it Iguodala yeah, yeah. The oh it was the Warriors yeah yeah I think that uh, their defense uh, kind of comes with it this year I think Rudy Gobert wins Defensive Player of the Year shout out to uh, me plugging that D Defensive Player of the Year pick but I think that uh, I think they're gonna go, oh, I'm gonna go under but still Rudy <laughs> Gobert <laughs> I know I can't still hey, heat of the moment decision no offense. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no offense. I, I do think they have one of the best defensive players in the league in Rudy Gobert, but I still think that they're uh, they don't really have any much. They don't really have a lot of offensive uh, firepower, so I'm definitely gonna have to go under. Yeah, they play a slow game like the Grizzlies of the past, so we'll see if they can grind out some wins defensively and and, and muster enough offense. But um, I think they're right. You're right there at the number. You're going under. You said under forty and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm definitely going probably. Yeah, um, yeah, so uh, I'm over your under there. Uh, next up's the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, they barely snuck in the playoffs last year with the acquisition of J- Joseph Nurkic. Um, they got him back for another season. Uh, Damian Lillard and C.J. McConnell, uh, dynamic backcourt, uh, back for another season. Um, you know, they re-signed. Uh, I think they, you know, they shipped out uh, Mason Plumlee. Uh, but uh, they, had, they had made a couple of minor moves. Uh, they drafted Zach Collins and Caleb Swanigan, um, you know, brought in like Anthony Morrow and not really much besides that um still have Evan Turner making way too much money everybody loves these guys and they thought that Nurkic was like the saving grace for them who he couldn't get it together in a couple years in in in, uh, Denver I'm gonna go under here I think they missed the playoffs or are right there with the Jazz at like 40 or 41 wins I'm gonna go under on them because I think that something I'm I'm banking on them blowing up that backcourt and getting rid of either CJ or, or Lillard and uh, shipping them out for a more complete team because I don't think that with those two guys in the backcourt with their lack of defense they're going to be able to um, you know uh, sustain a, a solid playoff team so I'm going to go under 42 and a half on Portland. See, I'm not I'm not very high on on Portland either. I'm if uh, what is what's the line 42 and a half? Uh. uh I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over just for the simple fact that I think Damian Lillard and CJ um, are 
not. I mean, let's not. Let's be honest. They're 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 a good backcourt. They're not an elite backcourt. I think Damian Lillard, while he is an elite player in my opinion, <laughs> I think he's pretty underrated. Uh, I think C.J. McCollum is coming into his own. Uh, a lot of people were very low on C.J. McCollum when he first came in the league, and I think he's proven to be serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that. Uh, it took. It didn't really take them that long to recover from Lamarcus Aldridge kind of leaving. Um, I still think that they're kind of uh, an upper, an upper team in the West, if you even want to call that. Um, they, forty-two I mean, and a half got, wins. They've got big game potential. I mean, they've yeah, they they've, get, they've got. I mean, that, that's they're a team. Boring. They're a team like Dame Dalla. I definitely want him. I want to see him play I, NBA yeah. League Pass. I'm definitely tuning in. So yeah. forty-two and a half. Um, I'm, I'll go over. Okay. You go over. I mean, like I said, I could definitely see it see it happening. So uh, we'll take that. You're going over there. Next up is the Clippers, 43 and a half. Um, they're notable. Uh, they they lost a lot of guys. They lost um, well, not a lot of guys, but they lost mainly Chris Paul. Resigned Blake Griffin. Still have uh, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, made that trade for Chris Paul, so they got a lot of meddling. You know, Patrick Beverly was the biggest name in that deal. Lou Williams comes back. Uh, to LA, um, drafted Sendarius Thornwell, have some other throw-in players. Uh, brought over Milos Teodosic from us, uh, Croatia. He's a big-time international player that they've been trying to get in the NBA for a long time. I think he's really, really gonna, high on him. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see him play. I don't know if he's going to take to the NBA game as far as scoring-wise, but he's going to facilitate. Like with, He's, he's going to be one of the best passers, top five passer in the game as soon as he steps on the court for the first game. So also brought in Danilo Gallinari, who if he can stay healthy, you know, I like his fit there with them alongside Blake. Um, this team is one of those where if they stay healthy, I think they're going to be a solid playoff team and win 45 to 48 games. Like the, you know, I think the best case is for the Grizzlies and being that four and five seed. But if they suffer an injury, Blake's already not going to start the season off quite healthy. There's a lot of question marks around him. 43 is not super high, but I'm going to go over 43 and a half. Uh, but another another close one, probably like 45 wins there for them. Playoff team, I think they will be a playoff team. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go over 43 and a half for the Clippers. Yeah, I definitely think they're a playoff team. I think they're what the the five. I think they fall into the five six category um, when it when it comes into the playoffs. Um, I think losing Chris Paul is definitely going to hurt them win wise. I mean, I definitely think he's he's a vital, still a vital player in the league. I mean, a top ten point guard in my opinion, one hundred percent. But I think with the addition of Pat Beverly and and Lou Williams. Um, I think that they can compete in 43 and a half wins, like you were saying. It's not that much, so I'm definitely going to go over. Yeah, so we're both over on the Clippers. A little bit of upside there. Uh, not my favorite team in the league by any means, but I mean, I am interested to see. I, I like Blake Griffin. I like him. I like, I like Blake Griffin, so I'm interested to see how they play without Chris Paul. So we'll see there. If not, they've got a lot of uh, older guys on big contracts there that are, that are often injured, so we'll see. Uh, the future for them. Next one is another hot, uh, hot team in the offseason, Denver Nuggets at 45 and a half wins. You know, last season, uh, let's see, what were they? What were they last season? They uh, they finished they were 40, 40 and 42. 42. They were battling for with Portland for that last playoff spot. So this is a five and a half game improvement on last year. And uh, their major, major, um, excuse me, move was signing Paul Millsap. Um, you know, they uh, working out an extension probably with Nikola Jokic. Uh, 
you know, extended Gary Harris, who's a, a you know, a, a wing for them. They got a lot of power forwards that need minutes here. So they're, they're a prime trade team. I do think they're a really good squad. I do think they're going to be fun to watch. I like Jamal Murray. I like, you know, Will Barton, players like that. Emmanuel Moutier, I think he's going to have a bounce back season. Uh, they actually, you know, recent breaking news, I think they're going to sign Richard Jefferson, who the Cavs traded away for a roster spot, yeah. and uh, drop Jameer Nelson. So I don't know if that does that much for him besides, like, give him a good quality um, veteran wing that can uh, – not going to give you a lot offensively or defensively, but, you know, be somebody that can help their uh, help their depth issues and also be a good bench pre- locker room presence. So. As, as, as unquantifiable, or if that's even the word for that, you know, a lot of people will like to say unquantifiable. It's now a yeah, word. it's like it's like it's like oh, he's he's good in the locker room. Well, does that really matter? I mean, the dude's like 35, 36. Is he going to really appeal to twenty one year olds? They're probably not hanging out. No. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what that goes. I'm going to go under forty five and a half win. I don't think they're. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be as high as people think they are. So. 45 and a half, I'm going under. I think they're going to be more like 42, 43, kind of like the Grizzlies were last year in that 7 to 8 seed. So, um, 43, uh, I'm going to go 43 wins for them, so I'm going to go under. You're going to go under. I think that I'm going to go, I'm 45 and a half, I'm going to go over, and I'll tell you why. While they may be young and pretty inexperienced, uh, kind of, uh, I think that, I mean, they're, they're a hell of an offense. They, I, I think that I saw a stat earlier that said, um, from January 1st to the end of the year last year, they had the second best offense offense in the league, averaging like 113 points per possession. Um, I don't know if you remember that uh, that game against the Warriors back in February. I think they hit 24 of 41 threes. So I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. And I think just just because for the simple fact of disagreeing, I'm just going to say over. <laughs> no, hey, I mean that's that's good enough reason to to, to do it. <laughs> So uh, you're, I'm going under Denver. You're going over. It's uh, still going to be a fun team to watch, like we said. Um, next up, we have Minnesota, the Timberwolves at 48 and a half. We're getting into the big numbers now. A team that made a major move uh, at the draft, acquiring Jimmy Butler uh, to pair with their young players of Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, who Andrew Wiggins just signed his uh, rookie extension max, the max that he could possibly get. Uh, Thibodeau, of course, brought in his old uh, Bulls player uh, players like Jimmy Butler and Taj Gibson. Uh, they have some other, you know, they brought in Jeff Teague to run the point there, drafted J- Justin Patton, uh, had Tyus Jones running back, Gorgie Jean getting up minutes still there. This team is getting a lot of hype. Uh, you know, I love Jimmy Butler. I love Carl Anthony Towns and Wig. I love all those guys. I think they're going to be a good team. Brought in Jamal Crawford. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do there, but we'll see. Um, I'm going to go under. 48.5 is too much of an improvement off last 40, year. 48.5 yeah, is a lot, lot of games. 48.5 is like top four type seed in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the West. You know, won 31 games last year. That's a 17-game improvement. Regardless if you completely changed your roster top to bottom, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of games. It's a lot. So, you know, yeah, we that. we've we've been we've been told the past 2 years, you know, a common theme was that the Grizzlies were going to eventually drop off. They haven't. Just got to throw in the homer there. Uh, and also homer. we've been told that the Timberwolves were going to be a playoff team or be much better than they have been. And they haven't. They've started out slow every season. They always finish finish strong as the, you know, cuz they have young players that want to keep that want to play and the other, you know, older teams are just kind of, you know, mailing it in 
So I think forty-eight. I still they're a solid playoff team. They're going to be they're going to be a good playoff matchup for one of the top top seeds. But they're not going to be a top four team. They're not going to win forty-eight games. I think they're more you know 45, 40, 44 wins. So I'm going to go uh, under. Yeah. yeah, you hit it. I'm I'm definitely going to go under two. Forty-eight wins. That's too much of a jump. I think that you did add some incredible players. Uh, Jimmy Butler. He's uh, he's one of the top fifteen, top ten players in the league, in my opinion. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is trending very much upward. I think he's he's set for a, an incredible season. Um, Andrew Wiggins is is trending upward as well. Um, I'm saying trending a lot, and I don't really know why I'm hey, saying a, trending a lot. It's a, it's a trendy word. It's a trendy word. I'm trending <laughs> in the word. Yeah, uh, but I'm definitely gonna go under. I think it's they're gonna be a fun team to watch. But 48 games is a lot. Yeah, no, it's 48 games is a lot. That's uh, it's a tough, a tough thing to do. Uh, but like we said, it's uh, they got a lot of talent. We'll see what happens. Uh, next up, now, yeah. now, <laughs> now we, we get, get into, into the, the 50s. Ones, uh, the 50 now man. we get into the actual. This, if you're still with us, this yeah. is what you. Maybe paid we should start with the Well, you know. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, place. Oklahoma City. Their number is 51 and a half. 51 and a half. They won 47 last year, finished sixth uh, with basically Russell Westbrook. That was that was basically all they had in some supporting cast. He won his triple-double. He won his MVP. You know, they added, obviously, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, barely gave up much in the trade, gave up bad contracts. So they didn't really lose anything, um, in my opinion. Uh, in either trade, uh, still have a solid big man in Steven Adams who does his job, does what they need him to do. Um, picked up Patrick Patterson and Raymond Felton, who are two solid, solid role players. Andre Roberson, they got another, uh, another pick, uh, another uh, contract out of him. I uh, still can't shoot. Um, Fifty. I mean, that's not too big of an improvement for them adding two All Stars. I think fifty-one. I, I'm gonna go over. I'm going to go they're going to win 52 or 53 games. It's going to be a good team. I think they're going to win a lot of regular season games. So I'm there. I'm uh, I'm going over as well, 53 and a half. Definitely going to go over. I think uh, I think I'm I'm pretty high on the Thunder just because I I th- I do think that while Paul George is I mean he's already called it out. He's going for the MVP. Um, I think Russell Westbrook, I think he plays uh, he has a good season and plays pretty well with them. I think Carmelo Anthony accepts the fact that he's a third option and he plays uh better than he has in the past couple of years mm-hmm. i think his, his numbers from at least three are gonna go are, are definitely gonna uh i'm gonna say it again trend upward um but i think i think that the thunder will take the warriors to seven games in the western conference finals i'm gonna go ahead and say it right here thunder warriors western conference finals Warriors eventually winning. Maybe not seven games, but... Hey, man, you're getting a little ahead of yourself, but I like it. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm definitely going to go over, over 53 and a half wins. Over, yeah, 51 and a half. You don't even have to give them 53. Over 51, yeah. I, I think it's a good bet. Is it 51? Oh, yeah, it's 51. 51 yeah, they may have changed, but we got them at this number, so whatever. Uh, hey, 51, yeah, so yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to go over. Yeah. I think they went about 50, by 57 I think wins. they're two or three seed in the West. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, the third third highest over the next team we got is the San Antonio Spurs. Death taxes Spurs. Um, they they always they always come to play. They won sixty one games last year. They always win sixty games. They always are a top two or three team. Uh, you know most consistent team out there. Uh, you know second season away from Tim Duncan. Tony Parker's not going to play the first part of the season. 
Kawhi Leonard's not going to play the first part of the season. They just re-signed, uh, or they just extended LaMarcus Aldridge today, um, signed Rudy Gay in the offseason, uh, re-signed Paul Gasol, re-signed Patty Mills, re-signed Manny Ginobili. They're running it back for the most part, have a couple of young guys like Jante Murray, who was a pick last year, Derek White this year. Um, and uh, so I think Danny Green's still there for another season. This is a tough one because I think if you miss Kawhi Leonard for any part of time, it's going to be tough to win uh, big games. But also, if the Spurs aren't playing the the Warriors, then you, you can't really count them out to win a game even if they're down a man. So that's a tough one for me because 54 is drastically lower than what they won last year, and they were even the two seed last year. I can't go under. I can't do it. I can't go under 55. I I don't know if it's going to make sense with the math and my who I think is going to be a seed here and a seed there, but I can't go under. I I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be the two seed this year, but I can't go under on them. I'm going to say they're going to win like 55 or 56 games. Uh, they they just they just don't lose to bad teams even when their stars are out. So uh, you, I just can't do it. I can't pick. A, I can't go under on the Spurs until I actually see it happen for a season. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. Um, uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I know that they signed LaMarcus Aldridge to that three-year extension. Uh, Kawhi Leonard starts the season hurt. Uh, man, I don't know. 50, what is it, 54 and a half? Uh, I'm definitely I'm going to go under just because I don't think this, they have the season that they're going to have, that they want to have, and are like they've had in years past. They've always been that uh, mainstay team that, like you were saying, they win when they don't even – when they're not expected to win. I think Patty Mills and Danny Green uh, don't have – uh, the seasons like they like they had. Danny Green is, I what is he? Um, he's just a specialist. Yeah, I mean, he's a good, great, he's, really good defensive player. Didn't shoot as well as he had in the past last really, year, but still a solid yeah, starter, I, starting two yard. I, yeah, I think I think Rudy gave. <laughs> uh, he forgot how to play basketball a couple years ago, so um, I think that fifty four and a half wins. I think uh, I'm definitely gonna go under. Okay, well, definitely that's. Hey, I mean that's what you—that's what they pay us for. Uh, actually, they don't pay us, but you know, I mean, I don't—I don't hate they the do, bet. They, it's they just me pay. in the past. I can't—I can't do it. So um, uh, you're going under on the Spurs. We'll see if those injuries really do take a toll on them. Uh, but next, second highest win total in the West is the Houston Rockets, who were the three seed last year, won 55 games last year. Their number this year, 55 and a half. A very interesting take from Vegas <laughs> on these, because okay, oh, like oh, you added Chris Paul. You're definitely going to be better than you were last year. It's like. Well, they only have them a half game better. No. Yeah. Are they as deep? Are Is this combination of players going to work with Mike D'Antoni? There's a lot of questions there. I do think they're going to be a very, very good team, top four team probably, um, I would I would have to say. But 55 wins is a lot. 55 wins is a lot. And I think they caught a lot of people off guard last year. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under 55 and a half, not by much. It's going to be over 50 wins, but I think, in my opinion, I would flop, flip-flop OKC and San Antonio and Houston and maybe Houston being the four seed. I just think that's how it's going to play out this no, year. You're see. going to get Houston, Golden State in the second round. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go under 55 and a half, barely for the Rockets. So I, I am going to go over. I think that the Thunder and the Rockets are going to challenge for the two, three seeds in the West. Um, I think that with the additions of PJ Tucker and Abamute, uh, two elite 
perimeter defenders. I think you bring in Chris Paul, the floor general that he always has been. Uh, I think that what can, I guess, kind of derail their uh, championship hopes is uh, I know that Chris Paul is more of a micromanager and James Harden's one of the most laid-back superstars in the league. So I think that if we're going to come down to it, if it's going to be anything that kind of derails their season, it's going to be um, them not being able to play together. I mean, you saw it in the past um, with uh, who, who was it? Uh, not Pat Beverly. Um, yeah. Ty Lawson. Uh, he, he was a pretty ball dominant point guard and they didn't and that didn't really work out as well as everyone had hoped so I guess we'll see I'm definitely gonna go over uh 55 and a half wins I think that uh they're gonna have a good season and challenge yeah, that two three season. I like it I mean I really like the veteran players they added like you said Tucker and Mute and all those guys I really do I think they're gonna be a good team I'm just I'm just going off of uh them having early season struggles which causes them to uh, miss that number by like a game or two. So that's basically the only difference I have of you is a slower start. Um, they're still shooting threes like crazy in the preseason, so it's going to be fun to watch. Um, last team, last but not least, uh, Golden State. Yeah, la- Golden State least. Warriors. Um, 67 and a half wins is the number. They were 67 wins last year. Uh, another one Vegas put right on an interesting little line there. That's a huge number, but, I mean, this is a team we've never seen, you know, a, unlike a team we've ever seen before. They missed Kevin Durant for a large part of the last season. I mean, you obviously take these numbers without consideration of injury because you can't use you, you can't it gets too technical when that when that goes it goes like that. They added some players I like Jordan Bell, um, you know Patrick McCall one more year. Nick Young's interesting. Omri Caspi. I think they're going to go over. Uh, I think they're going to be right around seventy wins. I, I really do an easy number one seed. Think they're going to. I think it's. You know, like we said, barring a huge injury, uh, which they seem to never have, even though Kevin Durant or their 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 main core three from the OG team, uh, they seem to never get hurt. Uh, I think they're going to go over. I think they're going to be right on seventy. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right on there with you. I think they're going to go sixty-seven and a half. That's such a huge number. It's crazy that we but, won't even uh, see that. I'm definitely going to go over. With it. it's, it's it's crazy that, that that Vegas even that's like even that's a line. But hey, I'm gonna go over. I think that Curry, Clay. I mean, they have the best team. Statistically, they have the best team in the league. Whether they want to, uh, you know, enforce all of their dominance, they could have swept the Cavs last year if they wanted to. Let's mm-hmm. be honest with ourselves. Um, barring barring huge injury to one of their players, uh, I think they easily win mm-hmm. 70 games. Uh, my hope for the the Warriors is that Swaggy P averages at least five oh, three please. pointers a game. Uh, I think that I think that'd be fun to watch. But yeah, I'm gonna go over. Yeah, if we're if we're picking uh, over 67 and a half, yeah, he's yeah, gonna get all over. those garbage time uh, fourth quarter minutes when Clay and Set and uh, Staff are sitting. So he's he's gonna get his shots up. Don't 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 you be fooled. He will get his shots up. But so we're both going over on the best team in the league. Uh, close to 70 wins. Going to be a crazy season up top in the West. You know, the, the the second highest team is 12 games projected away from them. That's crazy. Uh, happened last year, but still it's crazy to see. Um, yeah, so that's our Western Conference over-unders. A little bit quicker than we did in the East. I uh, wanted to streamline it a little bit more. Talk, uh, you know, just kind of base facts. You, know, you hear everybody else break down these teams. So, you don't need to hear us uh, regurgitate some of that, those talking points. Just get our takes on it and see what you want to follow. So, um, like I said, we have the Grizzlies-centered podcast coming out tomorrow. 
I mean, excuse me, coming out on Wednesday morning. This will come out to, uh, today. You'll be listening to this on Tuesday. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, more and more, more and more NBA content yeah. coming from No Easy Buckets. Yeah, more and more. We were we were doing about a podcast a week, but uh, we hope to at least go up to. Uh, uh, we we want to hover around three podcasts a week going forward. So uh, yeah, you know, oh. we we're gonna throw in a couple polls on Twitter. You know, try to get a little bit more uh, interaction from you guys. Um, so hey, tell us if there's any content that you want us to kind of you know talk about. Give a give our kind of elite elite opinions about. You know, I'm I'm pretty much the face of basketball in yeah. Memphis. Once you, you know, get outside your media of, pass, it's going to be you know no no contest. Yeah, once I get my once I get my media credentials from the Memphis Grizzlies, catch me at every single game. I'll be the one wearing gold, <laughs> uh, gold gold chains, gold shoes. I do have some slick gold uh, Adidas. Hey, I'll be on so the lookout on TV just, for you it. You know, it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Got oh, yeah. Also, don't represent. forget, uh, we'll have the best bets on Thursday or Friday morning with uh, with with Money Mike. So, uh, don't forget to check those out too. Uh, you can you can win some of the money that you might might lose with Mike on these over unders. So, just just a small jab at Mike, just a small one. Maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. Small uh, Noisy Bucks podcast. Uh, we'll see you later. Peace. It's a game. I came up from nothing, nigga. You can't tell me shit. Yeah, did it on my own. Take out my neck, take out my wrist. Yeah, I swear I ain't never expected it to be like this. Now, nigga, getting rich. I swear every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, remember I was broke. Yeah, now I'm getting rich. Yeah, yeah when you diamond colder than a bitch, then you know you lit. When you quit, you take a nigga bitch, then you know you lit. Every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah. That vodka run, put it on my arm. Take count of the feet through with my mom. The ball done. All my car came from. My chain glowing. I ain't going, man. Look where we came from. Uh, all your bangles got my name on it. She want me to put my name on it. I got the hottest 16, one of the best you ever seen. But she like it when I sing on it. I came up from nothing, nigga. You can't tell me shit. Yeah, did it on my own. Check out my neck, check out my wrist. Yeah, I swear. I ain't never expected it to be like this. Now nigga getting rich. I swear every day we lit. Yeah, man. every day we lit. Yeah, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, remember I was broke. broke. Now I'm getting rich. Yeah, yeah when you diamond colder than a bitch, then you know you lit. When you quit, you take a nigga bitch, then you know you lit. Every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Oh yeah, every day we lit. Oh yeah, every day we lit. Oh yeah, every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah. Every day we lit. To get that new drop, put that on my block. Yeah. I just copped a new beam, put that on my Glock. Yeah. I done stepped my game up, got my change up. Uh, I swear on my niggas, I won't never change up. Rolly all of my wrist, yeah. Rolly all of my bitch. Yeah. I ain't going back, bro. Never. Now a nigga get rich, yeah. I did it all on my own. Uh-uh. Then nobody gave me a loan. Now my diamonds on froze. Now I'm fucking niggas hoes. Yeah. I came up from nothing, nigga. You can't tell me shit. Yeah. Did it on my own. Take out my neck, take out my wrist. Yeah. I swear I ain't never expected it to be like this. Now nigga getting rich. I swear every day we lit. Yeah, every day we lit. Yeah, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, remember I was broke. Yeah, now I'm getting rich. Yeah, when you diamond colder than a bitch.
bitch, then you know you lit. When you quit, you take a nigga bitch, then you know you lit. Every day we look, yeah. Every day we look, oh, yeah. Every day we look, oh, yeah. Every day we look, oh, yeah. Yeah.